Hello and welcome back to a brand new Player 2 review discussion. Today I'm joined by two fantastic folk, uh, neither of which I've actually done a review discussion with so far. We have Explosion Network's Dylan Blight. Hello, happy to be here. Surely we've done a review discussion. Maybe not on your show. No, yeah, not, not, on, not that, on this platform side of things. We've done something. I've been on radio, radio Watson or something. Shoutouts. Yeah, yeah the, the Returnal Return. one early in the year. Yeah. That would have been the most recent thing that I think you and I have actually done together. And Chris Button from Games Hub and a million other awesome places as well. How are you? Yeah, yeah, keeping busy. Thank you very much for having me on. It's awesome to have you both here. It's awesome. A great combination of people and myself. So that's it's, it's going to make for a really great episode. We are here to break down unpacking. We're going to unpack unpacking, as it were. Uh, brand new title, just come out. Oh, actually, are we on release date? I've lost track of the release date of this thing. When are you posting it? No, it's uh, not, it doesn't. Embargo. The embargo, it's not out a couple yeah. days from now. It's this week. Embargo. It's this week. Yeah. You should look forward to it because I think most of us are fairly unanimously positive on this thing. But we're going to talk a little bit about it. We're going to break down what we've seen, what we've experienced, and hopefully what we've liked about it. So. Who wants to get this ball rolling like, do, with some overall kind of top level thoughts? Chris should uh, set the bar set the bar high so I can um, throw we it can, together. We can later. both limbo under it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, very good. Uh, yeah, well, I've I've been playing a fair bit of unpacking over the last few days, and yeah, surface level impressions is that this this is something really really special, and I think this. Uh, this will be an Australian indie gem that we will talk about and look back on for uh, for for years to come. It's 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 really something unique and uh, something we haven't really seen uh, from I don't, I don't think anyone really because I think people love playing games like The Sims or you know these these cozy little sim games where you arrange houses and decorate things and that sort of stuff, but the the more structured nature of unpacking where you've got specific possessions to go through and trying to piece together someone's life from it it's it's a really unique concept and i think the the brisbane based witchbeam team have absolutely smashed it out of the park with this one it's, it's just full of love full of care and so so many lovely little details that is uh, worth you know really taking your time to to soak it all in so really impressed uh, with unpacking Dylan, you're right. We are just going to limbo straight under that bar he just set. But what do you think? <laughs> I was going to ask a quick question because I, just, I was just thinking of as you're saying it. What are you playing on PC or Switch? Uh, I'm playing on Switch, and I'll switch as well. And use on TV or handheld, or combination. I've tried I, both, but primarily I, handheld. Yeah, I've exclusively been handheld, uh, but yeah, I'll likely try uh, it on TV before it um, before it releases. Yeah. Yeah, because um, when you said like the 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 amount of detail and stuff because i'm playing it on pc mm. and yeah like there was that point where the first box i opened where there was a bunch of blu-rays and i pull one out and i start putting them as someone who has a lot of blu-rays um i start putting them one by one on the coffee table so i can make sure to clearly see without my mouse cur cursor on top of it like what's inside of each one and the first one i pull out is very obviously jaws and I'm like, oh boy, we're in, we're in good. I know, so now I know they're all going to be real movies. So then I have to try and figure mm. out what each one are. But yeah, when he said Switch, I was like, oh, maybe playing it handheld, you would be able to tell. Or like, no, you can still, and thank you, you because, of that, because of that zoom in um, quality, like button you've, or feature you got in the top right corner, it allows you to get right up close and still work out what they are. Obviously, again, they don't straight up write Jaws uh, for yeah, obvious yeah. reasons, but they, yeah, they give you enough to work with. So mm. it's like the Wii 
doesn't say Nintendo Wii or like the yeah. DS doesn't say Nintendo DS but you or know whatever yeah. yeah um yeah so I'm packing my yeah so you can read my review social with cops there's my future plot straight away I'm taking this to clarify so I'm giving this a 10 I'll put this straight I got this this is my this is my second 10 for 2021 um and I think this game is just does something so unique like by the time I got to the end of it so it's really weird because the gameplay is great like the just the general gameplay of having to fit these things in and it's not you don't get a timer it's not super punishing there's enough like leeway with certain objects where you'll pull something out like a stuffed toy or whatever and, and it'll be like look as long as you have it anywhere on a surface in the bedroom you're probably good to you go um something else like a knife and fork you try and put it anywhere other than the the, the cupboard knives and forks go in the game's gonna go that uh that has to go somewhere unless you turn on the feature um i don't think it's a lot from stuff but by the no, end it's, it's not too after yeah yeah so once you beat the game you can click a feature that lets you just do whatever you want so that's a whole different way to play the game but if you play it for the first time you get that stuff um so for the most part you do have a little bit of leeway but none of it's super frustrating like it just feels good it's like almost like playing a tetris that that same sort of feeling where you get a tetris but you're just constantly sort of getting that without the same sort of stress so yep. the game itself is good, but that's the, the part that's least the the least standout, which is weird to say because yeah. it's so good. The part that surprised me so much is how invested I was in the story, which like without I never a played single a, word of dialogue without a single word of dialogue, and I think that's the the reason the game's so impressive because I think I have a line in my review where I say something like, "I've played games with thousands of words of." dialogue like think of jrpgs or you know whatever and none of them and those sorts of games haven't got me as invested in a singular character or as such a simple sort of um using like the anime term a slice of life narrative as unpacking does because you you get to that stage where you as you're going between the moves um you're pulling stuff out and you're like i'm sort of arguing with the character as i'm learning um so i pull something out i'm like Oh, good. We still have this thing, right? That's good. Yeah, like, we, right. We still, we still kept this. Sort of things, yeah. And then I'll pull something else out and be like, "Buy this, this thing for like this is crap. Like we should have brought like we should have brought something that's better than this, you know? Like or and I feel like the game. I know if it's done on purpose where it'll start you in a certain room and maybe they use that whole sort of like it's the same sort of methodology used for like magic tricks where it's like, oh, people will always go for the same sort of side of a card or something and they use that to do the card, the card tricks because it'll be like this box will be placed there and i don't know if it's purposely going like nine out of ten people will probably start in this box because sometimes you get some easy draws where it's like yeah safe 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 and then suddenly you pull something out and you're like oh like and it tells you a story within one object where it's like romance change or um lifestyle change or even just something as interesting as um the like general life interest change and that's all told within one object but yeah, by time without spoiling, because Chris hasn't beat it. Goddamn. <laughs> and we're not going to I'm close. Yeah, yeah. Well, we know he's on the um, final level, which means yeah, he's seen. We know he's on the final level because you can just comb through the boxes and see. But yeah, we won't. We won't. We won't spoil. But I, yeah, I started getting like teared up by the time I beat the game. Like by the time I got to the that final sort of scene and um the final image of the game before it like fades yeah. into to text, it was like it was it was almost like I'd spent so long getting to know someone through ruffling through their belongings and stuff and then to finally meet them i guess to a degree like finally at the end of the game i was like oh and like yeah it just made me like sort of period like i wasn't like bowling or anything it was just like such a, a nice a little gentle one 
yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, wow, what an amazing game to like get me so invested in a a character and such a simple story. Like, there's nothing. I don't think it's a spoiler to say like nothing crazy happens. There's no like big swerve or twist or anything. It's just like normal life to a degree. Yeah. Um, but it's just told so well through objects. And I'm like, no game has done that. No game has told a story this interesting using nothing but objects the most yeah. mundane of tasks like literally unpacking boxes so yeah i think it's a complete gem one of the best games i've played uh definitely all year and one of the most interesting sort of mechanical like cross with story narrative elements that i've played in yeah years yeah i'm inclined to agree um certainly i mean for, for a lot of people the the idea of packing and unpacking their stuff is a traumatizing sort of experience when when regardless of the circumstance that might be underpinning it you know just simply moving house and having to go through that can be like even me moving my stuff into my my uh what are we calling it again the stable that i've got here um like that's even moving stuff in here for for all this setup was just torturous so to be able to take something that tends to elicit a, an angsty nasty sort of response from people and turn it into something so zen so relaxing and so impactful is is a really incredible feat i also can't help but wonder now like I, thankfully i don't live in you know a big bustling city i'm you know on the outskirts but um is this what it's like when people are rifling through your your rubbish now? Like, uh, do, how much do they know about us if they're doing that? I'm worried. I'm glad I don't live in the city. I hope there's no one rifling through my rubbish now. It's been night. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I echo everything that you've both said so far. Like, it just, I, I was fascinated. From it doesn't go year by year, but it jumps in intervals, and like there's some bigger jumps early on, and then towards the end, the, the amount of time that's passed really starts closing. Like I think we start in 1997, and then the first jump between levels, quote unquote, um, is to 2004. We've jumped, we've leapt seven years ahead. And that's because we're kind of going from a kid to late teens, maybe school. even 20, give or take. So sort of that mm. ballpark there, and then we start to see some smaller jumps there because I think as most people know, you start like a lot of people will go. There's certain beats you start to potentially hit in around that window and we see those actually playing out in that case and i was to your point a moment ago dylan like i was i was fascinated every single time okay new you know new place or whatever like what's changed and you'd find as you said they kind of pump fake you early on with a few oh here's some coasters i'm like okay i'll get the coasters and i'll put them in a big big stack of four and move on oh what's this oh hang on and then eventually as i get towards the end where's that thing why is that not here what happened and and you start the kind of because i don't know i don't know about the both of you my tactic more often than not a bit like your blu-ray comment i'd actually collect everything like i just kind of throw things on the floor i started doing that not in the first like probably two levels but by the end of the game i was putting mostly everything on the floor yeah because <laughs> that's i guess the one thing that we don't have as the players that we're kind of looking in on the scenario we don't actually know what what's in there beforehand so regardless of how it's assembled we have no idea what there is so we're we're having to learn this stuff on the fly so i was very much okay let's let me spread all this out on the floor or pin it all to the wall kind of you know csi sort of style just put everything up there and have a look at the whole and set the scene first and then i'd start going from there so you start to notice oh this is not here or these photos that's of this and this and this and that's jaws and <laughs> um <laughs> no you'd st- i'd start to notice those things and i'd be really trying to pick apart what's going on and of course they scatter a few things amongst different rooms as well you know, something that belongs in the bedroom is actually stashed in with the kitchen stuff for whatever reason. So then you're kind of bouncing between room and room, uh, room to room to room to try and work out, is that thing that I'm trying to hunt actually just here or is it straight up gone? And it was really, it was fascinating to just pour through it. It's a puzzle game at its core to an extent with the 
um, with what you were describing before, you know, some things don't necessarily, they do have certain spots and you need to kind of work out what those are. But I didn't come across any of those barriers because I just spent my time really trying to pick through and understand what it is that, what, what the story is that they're trying to tell and everything just fell into place as a result. So. Mm. And on, on that story note, uh, as, as both of you have mentioned, you know, trying to figure out, okay, have they kept this particular item because I, you know, this, this uh, will have pretty big story implications if, if it is or isn't there. Um, it's, it's such a, a novel way of building narrative tension and uh, building some form of stakes in what is otherwise a very chilled out sort of game because yeah. as as you're getting to the, the the last boxes and the last possessions in said boxes you start wondering oh no no this this isn't hasn't gone or they haven't left this behind um because yeah it's 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 so fascinating what what stories can be told through someone's possessions or what uh you know what what possessions are of importance to someone at particular moments in their lives it's uh yeah, they've they've done such a great job with that, and you know, with with those little details, being able to pick up, oh yeah, that Blu-ray is Jaws, or oh this uh, this very GameCube-looking game is one of the Metroid Prime-esque sort of games, that sort of thing, um, and even you know, reading through all the the or seeing through the covers of the the books that are all designed so meticulously. Uh, yeah, it looks like the you know person's a tabletop fan. You can pick out particular uh, tabletop book adventures and that sort of thing. It's uh, yeah, really really impressive what what they've done um, with you know these uh, you know pixel art visuals. Yeah, they really. Ren, Tim, and the team have done an amazing job in that sense. Mm. And again, they've just given you enough. You still fill in a lot of the gaps yourself. I found, and I got it was nice at the end there without spoiling anything for you, Chris, or anyone else who's you know watching this and, or listening to this and hasn't played it yet, but intends to. Um, it was nice that they do give that one little screen at the end that kind of show, like really explains to you, like, here's what the scenario is. And it was nice to see that everything I'd kind of speculated on, and you know, by the time you get to the end, you can really start to... I'd like to think most people would be able to work it out anyway. But you can see this gradual ascension. You can see where this person might have come into life and how this might have happened and how this might have happened. And then to get that one little screen at the end that shows what it shows um i nearly nearly blurted it out then <laughs> but just kind of shows what the situation is was nice and and it also really reflective of how superb that storytelling is that again through a total lack of dialogue no text boxes no prompts no nothing you were able to assemble this story yourself and be bang on the money with what they were intending and the story they were trying to tell or more often most likely i'd imagine for most people it's really cool. Yeah, you gotta wonder also, like, um, because I was, I wouldn't say I was rushing, but also I wasn't like spending ages like really looking over every single thing in the game. So you gotta wonder how many potential smaller little little Nuggets stories or elements there yeah, might be hidden amongst there. Because I know there's the little hidden stickers you can unlock yeah. for a start, which are quite fun. You know, they're not like really story things, but they're, they're fun things I, I may have missed because. I think I got they're like the replay value. Five, yeah, I got like five or six in the total because I'm thinking you reminded me when you said the the D and D thing because there's the one where you can you can actually put the dice between two stuffed toys or something like that on a kitchen table and that unlocks one of them. And oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Like there's a couple funny little ones which um, I didn't look them up. I just like randomly because a lot of them you just I 
I, I think they're designed for people to be, like around oh if people are having fun or do this like there's one um for putting like certain two stuffed animals on a bed in like maybe the third or oh, second yeah. last levels um and i just did that naturally because i was like well this is what you'll do and then they've come up with a little thing or whatever else so it's like rewarding at times to sort of unlock those without being trying to seek out what what they do because they also sort of played into often what was happening in the back end of the story or what was happening or the interests of the character you're playing as i guess yeah yeah mm. and with some some of the the objects there are uh, multiple levels of interactivity as well so uh, for anyone who is going to go through and play unpacking for the first time uh, if something looks like it might have an interactive element uh, on on switch press press that b button and uh, see what little easter eggs you can find because there are some absolutely delightful ones are you talking about no, actually, delightful wouldn't be the word I'd use for it. So I guess we're maybe not talking about the same thing, but there's, the oh, little, there, there's that many of them. The little man figure one with all the little joints that you can basically just get him so he's like dabbing it along the way. And you actually oh, that, 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 that's, that's one of them, definitely, yeah. yeah. That's definitely not uh, an, an overly endearing moment, but I'd get a chuckle out of the whole thing, which was good. <laughs> Did you realize you can shake some stuff around too, and it like makes. So like I picked up on the guitars at some stage and just like holding my mouse I was like shaking it backwards and forwards on the screen. They could hear like rattle, 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 like what? moving fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like so there's a there's lots of small details. Chris, did you get anything like that on the Switch? <laughs> um, I, I can't say I tried that specifically, but now I'm going just to throw try switch and... across the room and see what happens. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna ramp ramp up the uh, the cursor speed now and just, just move, move all the, the stuff along the screen. Um I guess actually, since we've just kind of highlighted some potential differences between platforms there, um, as Dylan, you kind of pointed out earlier on, you're playing on PC, we're playing on the Switch. There were potential concerns um, that I had going into it around the interface and like how you would interface, sorry, with the game, uh, especially on the Switch there with the with the, the sticks, having to use the analog sticks for the whole thing. I tried that out today. I was recording a play as of when we record this. I was recording a player two play to go up for the channel, and that's when I first decided, okay, I might try it that way because everything else was I was using the touch screen, which it sounds like Chris, that's the same as you and I. I think you were the, you were the same. Was that right? Um, I, I've just been using the the sticks, and I found oh, them fine. The sticks. Yeah, yeah. I, I was I was really concerned that that would just not feel intuitive at all compared to how easy it is to kind of flick your mouse around and you know work the mouse and keyboard or mm. um or the touch screen. But I actually. I was fairly happy with it. Yes, it's, it's probably the least optimal way to play, in my opinion. Mm. But it still felt pretty good. Like, they did a pretty good job with that. It, it gets a little more difficult when you're going for some of those... I mean, this character has a lot of underwear. A lot of underwear, especially towards I, the end. Like, hold just, on, let me just say, I have so more much more underwear. Okay. And I actually felt like they didn't have enough, is a, is a thought. Because at some stage, I actually counted the amount of underwear. And when that's that's like barely a week like i think it was like six or something oh like, early well, on there was yeah, it was a bit it was a bit light on but you have to assume like they're, they're young so you're like mum and dad's probably doing it for them there's like a half like, weekly wash whatever the case happens to be but towards the end i was like you've got like 10 days here that's enough also talking about first enough. for video games like narrative first also i've never counted someone's underwear in a video game before you know that's like this <laughs> but um like in those particular instances when uh, playing on the switch um Regardless of whether it was on the on the screen or portable, and you actually not, I, 
I, I did have to zoom in in those particular instances just to try and place the thing where I wanted to place it or if I was trying to pick out something to move it I like that was that was a bit of a challenge as well so I had to zoom right in where I didn't have to do that if I was actually using the touch screen I could just pinpoint it off I go from either the there was three le- uh, levels of zoom you could zoom right out which I kind of felt was mostly unnecessary unless I was just trying to take stock of what I'd created wanting to but, admire the room's ambience yeah um, then kind of the middle one and then when it like which is where I spent 95% of my time and I was only zoomed right in in that instance when I was trying to use the sticks where it just didn't quite work for some of those smaller items. But um, overall, I feel like control-wise, it yeah, worked well regardless. Clearly, I mean, I've played the game on PC in the past um, for demos and those sorts of things. That worked well. Happy with the touch interface. And yeah, I'm, as much as it's not perfect, anyone who plays with sticks should feel pretty pretty okay with what they're going to experience there which makes it you know puts it on the table for playstation and xbox somewhere down the line presumably isn't that on x i thought it was on oh it... actually it's on game pass yeah sorry good point yeah, yeah, yeah coming to game mm. pass sorry i guess for playstation people if they don't if, uh, down yeah. the line don't feel like you need to worry about the platform you, you're good yeah. go for that platinum come on yeah. what are you doing oh. get on it which bean come on <laughs> yeah your bread was butter there assault android cactus was a is still a playstation game come on not okay Ren, Tim, I'll be on the phone. Anyway, um, anything else that we've not necessarily touched on that you both wanted to really highlight? Because I guess in a lot of ways, there's not there's a lot to the game, but also not a lot to the game. Um, it's it's we could easily talk probably for hours about this story stuff, but we'd be spoiling Chris and potential viewers slash listeners, so we don't want to do that just yet. But is there um, anything that we've not touched on that you'd really like to highlight? So one thing, my only negative, but not enough that it like really affected my overall opinion on the game um is that the music is good but i found it kind of weird how it would sort of just drop out and then there'd be like maybe 10 seconds 15 seconds of silence and then the song would just sort of boot up again it wasn't that sort of natural looping sort of sound the music's good i just thought it was weirdly implemented into the game and it felt like more of a backing track that someone had just dropped into the back of the game more so than a soundtrack that was built to fit into the game yeah yeah i can see that yeah i i encountered the, the same where it did feel like there were there were some noticeable pauses uh between music tracks and yeah I, I don't know if that was by design or whether that's just something that's going to be ironed out post-launch but it, it's something i i explicitly noticed so it, it did sort of stick out a little bit for me uh, but yeah I, I i certainly like the soundtrack and there's yeah plenty of uh, little audio easter eggs to be found uh, along the way as well yeah that too that yeah those little those little touchstones are quite nice actually you know, obviously mm. there's the visual cues for a lot of people and again jaws holy shit that's jaws but yeah some of those little audio cues are quite nice as well um yeah, I guess I'll echo that one. I, it's not one that I'd necessarily thought too much about, so I guess it's a good thing I've still got to write my review at this point. Thanks, guys. Um, <laughs> I did not... I'll admit, I, it's such a little thing. Oh, no, it's very minor. I didn't include it in my review because it's one of those things where I'm like, what's the point of like adding a couple-sentence paragraph here just to go, here's a thing I didn't like when ultimately I don't think it affects my... It's an incredible opinion. experience all up. Yeah. Like, mm. um, and it doesn't it doesn't detract from it whatsoever. And I did actually find, like, just from my playing experience, and I was playing it portably, and I'd, I'd play it at home, I'd play it at work when I got some, some down moments. Um, and sometimes I would have no audio on just because of the, the scenario I was in. So I would, there might have been a few times where I might have missed that as well. But, um, yeah, uh, the soundtrack itself is fantastic. Um, 
and yeah, the implementation is a bit funny in that one instance, but it's not. It's definitely I'll not going to curb anyone's experience at all. There's that. I don't know if it's the last level or second last level. Maybe it is last. Um, where you've got that really good sort of Australian sound design with the birds in the background and stuff that's happening with the birds or cackling, um, magpies or or something like Possibly. that. It sounds. It's only time. I don't know if it's the last or second last level. There's a, and you have to be in like particular rooms, like where obviously the oh, windows right, are okay. or whatever. So um, actually, environmental hear, noise. Yeah, you're here like, like I'm really bad at bird impressions. That was my that was my apparently. <laughs> that was my Yeah, it was like it was that sort of typical. If you imagine like a sound design for what bird noises do you make, so people realize it's set in Australia. Like it was that, but it was a one time playing a game where the sound design felt prominently like this is set in Australia compared to other times where I was thinking maybe this isn't set in Australia because um, yeah. there was no particular like standout science to say it was or was not set in Australia, even though it was designed here by Australian developers. But it was when I got to that moment that I was like, ah, yes, it is It is still set in Australia. That's fascinating. I guess I never heard those sound effects myself. So I, yeah, without... He's exclusive, like, maybe. Here's a random cricket bat lying around that says, oh, okay, we're placed in a... We're quite possibly in Australia. That still doesn't 100% yeah. narrow it down. But like there weren't any of those sort of really obvious on the nose, hey, you know, this is where they live sort of sort of thing. So, I'm glad you spotted that. That's that's quite cool. Chris, it looked like you were going to say something there. Um, yeah, well, just on the, the little details. Uh, so, obviously, there's lots of those little audio details um, and some of those motifs that uh, occur throughout levels. But one thing I, I really liked and was sort of mesmerised by a, a couple of times was with some of the, uh, some of the locations that you're unpacking at... Uh, if you look out the window of some of the the locations, especially yeah. if they've got, they've got cityscapes in the background, uh, you know there, there's actually you know little little bits of motion of like traffic going past and or you know weather rolling in and that sort of stuff. So it's yeah really uh, yeah a lot of really nice little visual subtle. flourishes as well. Yeah, really subtle, but it did just set that scene that mm. that extra one or two percent that made a big difference. Yeah, yeah. Um, one other thing I would like to mention, sort of on a, a story point, but not necessarily the explicit story that un unpacking is telling. One thing I, I really liked is you could you could not only could you infer your own sort of conclusions as to, to what's happening throughout the the various levels or the the year periods that each of the um, each of the, the sections are set in, but you could also sort of put your own twist on the story as well based on where you uh, place items yeah. because I was thinking uh, especially when I was playing around with trying to figure out where to put the yoga mat and the hand weights I was sort of thinking oh okay is this person really active or not really active so if they're not active then it'll go way buried way under the bed uh, yeah. you know hard, hard to reach or you could put it sort of more within reach, just under, that's easy to, to grab out as you, you get out of bed to start the day. And also, you know, with, with other things like where you place uh, particular office supplies or ornaments or, you know, games and books and that sort of thing. It's sort of like you can almost, uh, you can almost fill in the blanks and create your own canon uh, for this particular character or, you know, the, the situations that they're in, uh, sort of, you know, reorganizing their their priorities in in a way uh, obviously it doesn't impact the overall path of the story but it's it's really nice that you can sort of uh you know use the 
the tools and the possessions that you're given to then you know, put a little bit of your own flair into the character, which is is really really cool. Yeah, and there was even like a couple instances, like little things like the they were diaries, but there was one in particular. I think it was in that 2004 period that actually had like you know 2003 four on it. I'm like, hmm, mm. it seems like something that might like you might be document like an actual journal. Again, I'm thinking, okay, probably teens, maybe early twenties. Like you're making a whole bunch of personal notes here. We don't want to leave that one in plain sight. I don't want to put that on the bookshelf like everything else. Mm. So I buried it amongst everything else that I had. Like in the mm. closet, I might have, you know, again, you know, weights or whatever the whatever sort of things might be there, and I'd stick the book at the back. And so once everything mm. was in its place, you couldn't see that it was there. Like, like, and it's that sort of stuff that you just described. Yeah, you're kind of putting a little bit of yourself in there. And even just the, where would I put this sort of side as well? I'd start to critique how some of the things... Because obviously you walk into it, especially as things start to really develop in the game they're not leaving you at square one like there's a there's a few things already in place yeah and i'd move a lot of that around I'm like no, no no this is not how you do that go on over here i could so that one there was one time where i like pulled i uh, i thought i was okay with what i was doing in a wardrobe and then it, i got to the end and i placed everything else was like this is absolutely shocking and i had to just pull every drawer out every item i'd hung up and i like placed them all back on the floor just so i could start from square one because i was like i could not live like this and neither can you <laughs> why am i doing this to you yeah like, so again not... <laughs> yeah again it's it's all it's about that uh, that attachment that that investment that you you grow towards this this character and the in the scenario it, it's it's uncanny how how well it draws you in and how how much you want to you know try and yeah you know you you live your best life this this is how we're going to do it so yeah it's it's uh, really really impressive in that regards yeah the number of oh. players that storytelling and how we can inject ourselves into it is so impressive mm. yeah without without like spoiling um like because there's that uh, you get to a stage where you it might be in the last level so you might have already seen it chris but you get to a stage where you open one box and it's one box filled with a particular item that makes you go oh they achieved their dream like or like they're, they're on the way to achieving their dream or you know like some something like that and it's just opening that particular box without spoiling what their yeah, what's professional it? whatever mm-hmm. is um yeah it was one of those moments where you just i clicked on it expecting it to be who knows what and then you pull out i'm like is that and you pull out next thing and i'm like oh you know so you get really excited mm-hmm. this character. you don't really like yeah it's, it's, it's those small moments that really make the game what it is yeah, no, I, I agree. All right. Gents, where can we find all the awesome work that we've been doing around this game? Chris, I'll get you to start. Yeah, so I freelance for a few different places. Uh, so Twitter's the best place to hunt me down, and that's at B-I-B-B-Y-B-H-O-Y. And I've got a big feature on the making of unpacking and a bit of the history of uh, which being going up on Games Hub sometime this week, probably around launch for unpacking. Sweet. Dylan? Uh, you can find all my stuff on explosionnetwork.com. You can follow me on Twitter at Vibladil, B-I-B-A-L-A-D-I-L. And, um, yeah, you can read my uh, unpacking review on the website. You already know the score he's given it, but make sure to read those words because if they're anything like what we've described here, it's going to be nice, thorough, and fascinating reads. So make sure to go check out, uh, that out as well. Uh, on my end, Paul James Games for me. Go check out the Player 2 website where my review will be there. Mine is not done yet, so... Um, Thanks for giving me all your ideas. I'm just going to thieve them. No, no. Um, uh, it seems like, we, I mean, we're all in sync there. And it's, it's, 
I'm thrilled to hear like just it's I think it's the thing that we always go through when we're reviewing a game like am I am I over rating am I like where am I where do I and it seems like we're all unanimously positive and so anyone who's watching or listening to this and is unsure about it I think a big rubber stamp from all of us it's worth which is good because I came on here already having written my review going 10 out of 10 <laughs> and then I'm like oh shit hopefully yeah am I <laughs> um, well, actually, one one thing I would like to close out with very briefly no, is that um, is that yeah, obviously. Uh, so this is Witchbeam's second game. The first being Assault Android Cactus, the twin stick shooter from a few years ago. And one thing when I was when I was interviewing uh, Tim and Ren for for the unpacking feature is that um, so Assault Android Cactus reviewed pretty strongly, and it's it's a very good game, very good game, uh, but. You know, it sold it sold modestly uh, enough to keep Witchbeam going as a, as a small indie developer, uh, but I reckon unpacking. I I reckon this has the potential to, you know, go go big and and do something really yeah, special for Witchbeam. Yeah, so I really I really hope that uh, yeah people people take to unpacking, and I've got a strong feeling they will. Yeah. Um, Follow on Goose Game Steps and Jeff Keeley's shouting out the nominees at the Game Awards. Yeah, who knows? We might be hearing, hearing the game feature there. That'd be that'd be pretty awesome. Um, let's just lobby hard on the on the fan end and make sure that that's yeah. that happens. But anyway, um, as we just mentioned there, you can, you've got all our Twitter handles. Uh, you know exactly where to go find our content. So please make sure to go and check all of that out. Boys, thanks for coming on and chatting, unpacking with me. For unpacking, Bobby. unpacking. Been happy that Thank back you. It's a horrible joke. But uh, thanks a lot for watching, everyone, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.